Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my friend, Sean Bowles. Sean, do we have anything good going on today? <laughs> you know we do because you have invited one of your friends, Bryant Ellis, who is now one of my friends because of you. And Bryant is a self-made entrepreneur and founder of one of my favorite programs, the Adventure Challenge, which is books where you can scratch off adventures to do with you and your wife or you and your kids mm-hmm. and, or your friends. And he's in the Forbes 30 Under 30 honoree honoree. He's dedicated to empowering and aspiring individuals by championing the often misunderstood concept of failure because he has a new book out all about failure called My Name is Failure or Hello, My Name is Failure. And then Brian also goes deeply into this on the Brian Ellis Show, which is his podcast that I encourage all of our listeners to get involved with. But what I love about Brian is he's only 30 years old and he's had so many accomplishments already, but he's in the process like online with God and he's all about connection with God and with other people. And we're in an age where everyone's crazy and social media dominates and where people aren't as authentic as other generations. He stands out like a sore thumb in a good way. And I just, I think he's going to be such a great role model for so many of you who are watching or listening and you're going to love Brian Ellis up next on Exploring the Marketplace. One of the greatest things that God gives us is marriage. And if you're single right now, many of you are wanting marriage. Many of you are believing for your godly spouse. And Shree and I did a marriage course, but I also did with Krista Smith, a singles event. And if you buy our breakthrough book to pray into your life, the things you need relationally right now, you're going to get both the singles event and the marriage course for free. Now, if you're married, the singles course is going to help you for all your single friends to really know how to pray and partner with them. If you're single, it's going to help you to have a track for even the first starter years of marriage for when it's your turn. But I want to encourage you to get the breakthrough book today so you can get both of these for free for this month only Ministries.com. Welcome back. We're here with my good friend, Brian Ellis. Brian, we're so happy to have you on the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on, guys. And this is your second time, which I'm so excited about because we had such a good time the first time when you were talking about just the startup of Adventure Challenge. Most of our listeners probably have seen it, heard it, or even done it. And you guys are still fast at work on that, but you're also an author now as well. And there's the most recent book is all about failures. And I love the, the cover because it says, hello, my name is Failure. This is going to kind of go behind the scenes of that book into the story of where you're at right now. But tell us just kind of what was a catalyst for writing a book like this and kind of give us the story of failure. Yeah, I mean, I I really wanted anything that I create, I want it to be able to to obviously help people. And everything that I make, it's like, if I'm going to make something, I want to personally enjoy this. And so for like the adventure challenge, I wanted to make a product that I would have fun with, with my friends, family, wife, girlfriend, whatever. Um, And with this book, I was like, what was the biggest obstacle for me in pursuing my dreams and passions and in achieving any levels of success? And ultimately, it was the fear of failure. And but overcoming the fear of failure was such a radical, crazy journey that I went on. And I was like, if there was a book that helped walk, walk people through what it was like to navigate through failure, I would want to have that book. And so and I didn't want to just write like a self help book that was like, Oh, here's yeah. how you overcome failure. And so the, 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 the book's unique, because it's failure speaking to the audience. So the failure is the one 
talking to the reader. So they're all letters from failure to the reader. And so it's a very unique way. And he's reintroducing himself as a friend, mentor, and coach. And so, yeah. That's so talk about your failures and like what led you to do this in the sense of like, what was one of the practical moments where you're like, I wish I had a book like this. And you actually walked through something that you had to overcome. Yeah, well, I think for me, it wasn't necessarily a failure that I was like, I really want help walking through this. I think it was understanding that failure doesn't have to be this high stakes, crazy monumental thing that you push through. Like mm -hmm. if you're going to go to the gym, right, you're not going to go to the gym for the first time and try to lift 300 pounds. You're going to snap your arms off. That's crazy, right? But we we kind of approach um, risks or failure in, in a similar way, where we think if I'm going to overcome this fear, I'm going to take the biggest risk I can think of in order to, you know, overcome it. Um, versus what's like a level two or a level three risk that I can take that way, if I don't get the result that I want, it's not destroying me feeling like it's a ton of public humiliation or shame. It's like I can shake it off and get back into the arena. And so it was walking through those steps and realizing, oh, taking on a level two shame, uh, one out of 10 level two shame is not that scary. And it's not in and, and failures, not just around the corner to ruin my plans. And so I, I think realizing that the more bold I became with taking risk and realizing failure is not around the corner to ruin my plans. If failure does approach me, it's to educate me. Failure wow. is not the opposite of my success. It's a prerequisite. So it's here to guide me to the success I want versus deter me from the results that I want. So I think that learning that is kind of what inspired me wanting to make the book. Um, obviously, there's lots of failures I could talk about, but I don't think it was necessarily a specific catalytic moment of failure that was like, I need help with this. It was kind of learning, wow, it's not that big of a, it's not that big of an obstacle as I thought it would be to overcome. Brian, you and I have talked, you know, over the years and about the notion of the fear of failure. And I've heard you say this before that failure has become a friend and a mentor to you. So I'm sure that's bending people's brains right now. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about what you mean by that. About how failure is a friend and mentor? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if we're going to develop a relationship with anything, right? So in my book, I'm wanting the reader to develop a relationship with failure as a coach and mentor, you have to realize why it wants to help you. Like what, what, why is it coming into your life? A lot of times we see failure as proof that we're not good enough. We think of failure as a reflection of our identity versus as evidence that there's there's gaps in our education, ability, or the way we approach life. And so for me, I'm like, embracing failure to be your mentor and guide looks like asking, you know, taking, I'll say it this way, there's a difference with people who succeed and don't succeed in life when they show up to the game of life. Um, the people who don't succeed when they show up to the game of life, life throws them a curveball, they swing and miss. They think, wow, this is evidence that I'm not good enough to get the results that I want. This is proof I don't have favor or God's not called me to this arena or this isn't something I can walk in. The people who succeed show up to the game of life, life throws them a curveball, they swing and miss. And it becomes a scientific internal evaluation of what went wrong. You show up with curiosity. Why did I miss? Was it my form? Was my stance wrong? Do I need more repetition? Do I need to practice? And so when you start to see failure in that light versus, you know, the one I talked about before, it, it becomes more of a fun game versus this scary entity that's hiding in your closet looking to steal your plans. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Talk about with Avenger Challenge because I'm sure there's been ebbs and flows, ups and downs with the whole company. I know last time we talked about it, you were you had even gone through something where you had the success and you had to like kind of redefine life and regear life after that success because of some things that happened in your heart. Talk about like some of the ups and downs and how this concept of failure has helped to mentor you. Cause I mean, this is a wildly successful company. Mm-hmm. So it's something that like I'm sure it's not always you know, butterflies and rainbows, there's, there's stuff you have to deal with. But to have this mentality probably takes a lot of the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it's interesting, because the adventure challenge was a wild is a wildly successful company. There was a lot of wildly unsuccessful <laughs> companies or ideas that I attempted before. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know if there was a I mean, there's obviously a lot of failing and learning as far as developing as a leader, being a CEO, building and scaling a company, managing employees. There's a ton of lessons and failure to learn from that. But I feel like most of the the lessons came from the attempts before I built my company. Oh, wow. You wow. know, and, and nobody wants to think like if you're starting a company or you're pursuing a new craft or no one wants to think of that as education for your next venture. Yeah. Right. If you're starting a startup company, it's all in. It's there is no plan B. I'm going, you know, head first into this into this unknown. But a lot of times they are just educational experiences for the next thing that we get into. And so, and if I look back on the previous, you know, times where I tried to start a company or go after an idea or pursue a craft, instead of going, wow, those were all failures, I can look at all those and say, oh wow, these were all things that led me up to the success of creating the adventure challenge, things that all like gave me education to where I was able to execute, um, mm-hmm. execute adventure challenge at an exceptional level to where it was able to grow the way it did. That's a great perspective. And you you're a classic entrepreneur, you have mm-hmm. ideas over ideas over ideas, you have enough ideas for probably the rest of your life already. <laughs> talk to let's go back and and talk to us about what gave you the impetus for the adventure challenge? You, why did you decide to make? Why did you decide to make it? What creativity was in you that made you curious to eventually start this company that was so successful? Well, um, last time I was on your podcast, I also told the story. So if you've already heard this, I apologize. But I got the idea from actually just spending time with God. There, it wasn't this uh, crazy moment where I was brainstorming and I need this multi-million dollar idea and then bam, like it, it came to me. I was in an acting school in Redding, California and I was just about to start my day. I woke up, I was doing prayer and reading my Bible. And then all of a sudden I saw this picture of this scratch-off adventure book with the, you know, the scratcher material over each adventure and I saw a hand scratching it off. And I just saw this picture and I thought, that's a cool idea. Like if I had that, I would totally use it. Like that's brilliant. <laughs> and I wasn't even thinking about it for a business. I just, I wrote the idea down on my phone. I still have a screenshot of the note, just scratch off adventure book. Cool. Went to school. It wasn't, it was like a week later, someone was talking about ideas they had. And I was like, oh, I had a fun idea the other day. What about a scratch off adventure book? Like that'd be kind of cool, right? Like every time you open it, you, you scratch off an adventure, it tells you what to do. It's and someone was like, that's a great idea. You should do that. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. Like, maybe I'll make that. You know, it sounds cool. And I think just from going like to friend's house, getting bored with Settlers of Catan game nights and just, I kind of have ADHD. So it's not easy for me to sit still and do the same thing, you know, at somebody's house. So I was like, man, I kind of want to make this so I can play this with my friends. 
And that's kind of initially what pushed me into the ideation phase. Mm. And but what kind of kicked my butt into really going after it was I lost my job. And I felt like the Holy Spirit said, you need to make this book. And I was like, all right, God, I mean, like, I should probably be trying to grow a business or go pursue a job, but you want me to make this hobby, I'll do it. And, and so it was kind of wild, because I, I usually would have taken a, a smarter risk, maybe, you know, started something that I knew was going to bring income and, and help, you know, pay for my bills. But there was kind of like a leap of faith of like, I feel like God gave me this idea. And I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And I'm, I'm really glad I did, obviously. Yeah, um, obviously. You know, that's, that's kind of what led me into the, all right, let's do this. Let's make this book. So with Adventure Challenge, because now there's so many different versions of what you can do. There's everything from mm-hmm. romance with couples to children to, you know, just yourself, your own life. What are some of the areas that you guys have been able to expand into that you were like surprised? You're like, wow, this is really turning into something. And then what are some of your hopes for the future of this whole world? Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, obviously, well, some people don't realize the adventure challenge, the original was just supposed to be a book for friends to do. It wasn't supposed to be a relationship book. Because like I said, it was something that I wanted to make to do with my friends and to have fun. So I made a Kickstarter that was like, here's one for friends. And also, maybe in the future, I'll make one for couples like cool date ideas you can do. Nobody wanted the friends on Kickstarter and everyone wanted the couples. And so that blew up. And so sometimes, and it's so funny because you can see that as, oh, maybe that was a failure. It's like, no, the market was showing me what it wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of me being like, no, this is what we have to make and we have to sell the market was like, no, we want this. And so we made that. And then when that gave us a ton of capital and blew up the company, then we could start going in different niche areas that we wanted to go. You know, so we made one for friends, made one for kids, made one for like their dinner dates. and. Um, the whole vision of the company is to inspire human connection. Mm-hmm. And so that's really our heart and passion behind everything that we create. Is this inspiring humans to connect? Is this inspiring deeper, more intimate relationships? No, then we're not going that way. Yes, then yeah, wow. let's make a product. And so everything that we have in the horizon, everything that we're making is to inspire that. So a lot of the stuff we're doing now is a lot more content, more, a lot, we're becoming a lot more content driven creating more like films, stories, documentaries, things of that nature to actually inspire human connection, which is a lot more fun, honestly, in my opinion, than, than just making the books. Um, did I answer your question with all that? Yeah, that okay. was great. I'm, I'm <laughs> so curious because I guess it's interesting to hear that too, the human connection part. You talked about that a lot in the first time you were with us. And I think Bob and I both, we're such connection people. And I think the, it's an art now that people are losing track of. So yeah. I'm so grateful for your company. Go ahead, Bob. I was just going to say, it's it's interesting that the connection between you and God helped form the connection, the dr- the drive to connection for the adventure challenge. And, and so as you, as you continue to drive towards human connection and there's new things on the horizon, what do you see personally for Bryant uh, as, as you move forward? The things I'm pursuing. Yeah. That you can talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of storytelling, mm-hmm. a lot of the things we're getting into with Adventure Challenge, like I said, is going to be a lot more storytelling, a lot more of, I think, you know, it's so funny, Jim Carrey says in one of his interviews, he's like, I wish everyone could get rich and famous. So everyone could realize that getting rich and famous isn't the way I've never been famous. Um, but I made a lot of money when I was really young. And I think one of the things that showed me was, what are my priorities 
in this world? Like, how do I actually want to show up? Because if my grind isn't to pursue and to make money anymore, what do I wake up to spend my time doing? Yeah. And I think that I don't want to like complain about that journey because I'm, I'm blessed I got to go on that journey. But it, it was it was challenging. Because for so long, you're like, you have this very, you know, you have this mission you're going after, and then you kind of accomplish that. And then you're like, okay, now what? what what's, the, what's the point of me waking up every day? What am I showing up to do? And I think the message of inspiring human connection, I think we're so saturated with technology. And we're running after attention as a society. Yeah, like, like we're, we're, we're dying for it. Like everything that we do is to garner and grab as much attention as possible. It doesn't matter if we're letting go of our core values, integrity, character, as long as we get the likes, shares, subscribes on Instagram and Facebook, we're going for it instead. And it's made especially young people let go of what they really are passionate about, or it makes them come alive. We're letting go of everything. And these ideas and dreams that God gave us in hopes of getting this attention that we think is going to make us happy and fulfilled and content with life. And so for me, I'm like, I feel like one of the antidotes, one of the things we're searching for is authentic connection to people, right? I think that's one of the antidotes to cheap attention. And I want to share that message with the world. I want to show people that authentic connection is 10 times more fulfilling than cheap attention. Mm -hmm. And and what are ways we can go get it? What are what ways we can actually pursue connection, whether whether it be with family, loved ones, friends, significant other, yourself, God. And so I feel like that's kind of one of my callings. And so, you know, I, I have my podcast, I'm writing books, um, doing things with my company. But honestly, a lot of the stuff I'm pursuing is along, you know, that genre of pursuit. Yeah. I love that so much. So I think it, that resonates with people, whether they were in Silicon Valley, or it's a mom in a church home, you know, it's like, there's just something about that authentic connection that everyone knows we're supposed to slow down for. But mm-hmm. it's not uh, celebrate or worshiped in culture. So I just love, I love that you're aiming your life so directly that you were young when a lot of the success happened, but it also helped you in being young to be able to identify some things in a different way than somebody who's 60 might identify it or yeah, you know, just beautiful. Well, tell us about the book. Tell us all about in, in Adventure Challenge and, and how people can get a hold of the book and then also the product line because it's such a phenomenal product line. Thank I know you. after you were on the show, you said normally I would buy stuff, but you sent me stuff. You were so gracious to gift it to me and my family. And We've loved it, especially the stuff for the kids. Like right before bed, we did the Adventure Challenge book for I think it was, if there was 20 of them, I don't know how many there was, but we did mm-hmm. it a couple of times a week and they loved it. It was like just so creative. To oh, that's good to hear. That's see great. What was going on. And I think we only missed one of them. We were like all too tired. We're like, okay, that feels like too much energy. For <laughs> everything else we did. Um, wait, so what, what was the question? So tell us about how to get a hold of the book, how to get a hold of Adventure Challenge. Yeah, so theadventurechallenge.com. You can find us on Instagram, uh, the website, theadventurechallenge.com. And that you can buy all of our stuff there. It's, and so yeah, theadventurechallenge.com. Um, as far as my, my personal book, Hello, My Name is Failure, you can get that on Amazon, Kindle or Audible. Um, you, all the links are in my Instagram, Bryant Ellis. And so yeah. Well, Brian, this has been amazing. And we're just so thrilled to be part of your life and watching the, the next phases happen and um, honored that you're on the show and can't wait to have you on next time to see all the new things that you're doing. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. It was super fun. We're so glad you were here. And up next, we have final thoughts with Sean and Bob. 
I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month, plus our back catalog is available to you as well, on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to BowlesMinistries.com and clicking on the Academy button. Welcome back to Exploring the Marketplace, Bob. I am curious for your final thoughts on Brian Ellison. What he's talking about because he went, took us on quite a journey of failure and of connection and these kinds of themes that are so important that you talk about a lot. I felt like I almost heard like some of your language even coming out of him because I know you spent time with him, but I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's really unique. He's he's a classic entrepreneur, and every time I'm around him, he's got new ideas and his brain is always working and. The one thing that I, I like about him, he's not afraid to talk about, obviously he wrote a book on failure. He's not, he's not afraid to talk about uh, his failures and mm-hmm. the anxiety that it created in his life and how it brought him to a place of understanding that failure is actually a friend, a coach, yeah. a mentor. He says this over and over. And I know it, I know it's just such a a different way of looking at failure because so many of us are afraid or have a fear of failure. And I just love how upbeat he is and how he's and how he's moving forward with the calling in his life. And I think it's a really great example uh, to, for all of us to look at, to, to look at failure uh, the way he looks at it and then keep moving forward. Yeah, I think one of the things that you know, we can talk about this almost trivially, but he doesn't when he goes into it in his book, Sometimes we can say, you know, let your failure, failures teach you. Mm-hmm. But when, like he had mentioned, like when you're going into a venture capital race and doing a huge product, you know, release or something, it's like you're all in. So when you fail, it actually has huge consequences. Right. And that's one of the things that's hard for so many people. Some, some of you may be failing in a business you're in right now, and you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you, you can't imagine life without this current business. And what I love about the show is we've had people who've been on, who've gone bankrupt, right. who've foreclosed houses, who've closed businesses, who the business went bankrupt, and yet they still have a story. And they still have a story of what God's done for them. And they still have a story that's better than what they left. And so I think that's so encouraging, because one of the things about the show is we have everyday average people. It's like, sometimes someone will come on who has had more success or has more notoriety, but they're still sharing from that place of connection of if God's doing this with me, I know he can do it for you. And I love that. I love it about Bryant and how you know, failure is a big deal because it hurts, because it actually disrupts our life, because it actually can bring the closure of things that we love, like relationships and businesses and those kinds of things. But when we allow it to teach us, I agree with them. Like, I think that the failure is like, I had a whole movement closed down, you know, to me, and just like, it was like a break of relationship. And I remember watching it close down and just going, God, yeah. I could have never dreamed that in a million years that, that would happen. But then one of the greatest seasons of my whole life opened up right after that, that wasn't appropriate for that group to go with me in. And for me to bring them along, it just was such a different line in the sand. And, and so I think a lot of times we don't, we don't trust God enough to get us through our failures in the front end. And I just, I love that he's helping to train people have the grace to really see it for what it is. Yeah. He's, he's, it's going to be interesting to watch um, his trajectory as as he moves forward in his life. And one of the things I love about exploring the marketplace is we get to hear people's, uh, struggles and then the breakthroughs over and over and over again. And it gives me courage every week, Sean, that you and I are on talking to people and hearing their stories, hearing their God stories, because uh, the God story is what we're after. 
And yeah. the world tells us one thing, um, but we keep hearing these God stories and it gives us courage. And so I hope uh, everyone who's listening and watching felt courage from Bryant's story. Well, we have some incredible people who listen and watch. We love each one of you. And we have some super fans who left incredible reviews for us on podcast services and also that left us messages on our social media, both Bob and I have active social medias. Thanks for being part of the conversation of what's happening with Exploring the Marketplace. And thanks for leaving your story, your testimony, and how the show's affected you. Please keep doing that because it makes a big difference in our world. And it keeps us not only motivated, we'll always be motivated to the show because we just feel the love for everyone who's a guest on the show and for our audience. But it helps us to stay centered in that motivation. And I also want to encourage you, if you want to be a part of the show, make sure to become a donor or a partner by going to bowlsministries.com. This is a made by a nonprofit ministry, Bowles Ministries, and every episode is brought to you by the generosity of donors just like you. You can give a one-time donation or you can become a partner by visiting our website. And when you do that, we get to give back to you as well. So thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And we'll see you or you'll hear us next time on Explore the Marketplace. See you next time. Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace with us. We have amazing resources for you at our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit BowlesMinistries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.